Welcome to paradise, Zach. This is paradise. Look around, boys. Look at around. It's paradise. It's paradise. <laughs> hey, everybody. Neither of us has the Boston accent to really make that work, unfortunately. I, mean, I have like a Rhode Island Boston accent, but it's like Oh man, you, but you there's don't There's no get the... Oz. There's no Oz in that sentence. So Look around, boys. Look it's a... paradise. Look around. <laughs> We're terrible. We're terrible and that man is terrible. We don't we know. Knew him all I mean five seconds and he's terrible. <laughs> we didn't even meet him. We 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 viewed we him. We viewed, viewed him from across the <laughs> we we viewed we observed him, him we in his observed natural him habitat. His natural Boston. His natural Boston uh, habitat, maybe, maybe because like no, no, he, he was, was dressed up. Else. He was no. dressed up for that. Not like, even that. I think he probably went to school around there, but he's definitely from somewhere else. This is like yeah. I went to. Co- I'm going to college in Boston, and look at me living out in the real world with the real people yeah. on my parents' dime. Yep. Like, it was... <laughs> oh man. But hey, everybody, anyway. welcome to the show. This is Say Report Jr., a show, a podcast show, podcast thing you should be listening to, subscribe to, downloading, and downloading every single week. I thought there was a fourth thing, but I, mean, I guess not. Yeah, and I got nothing funny to add. Okay. Um, yeah, so welcome. We. Uh, Dale. We. Oh, say names. We need to say names. Oh, first names. Before... Yes. You said my name. I'm Dale Decker, everybody, and I am I'm... joined by... A very confused Zach Sarowick. A very, very confused like, Zach Sarowick. And, like, you're confused, so I'm confused, but Dale... I'm confused that I don't even know what's happening right now. There's a show. I don't know what you're about to say. A show has premiered starring the wonderful, the talented, the amazing Emily Osment and two other people who I think are also talented but i forget their names or who they are i just know emily osmond it's called almost family it's on, oh, it's yeah. on fox yeah i wanted yeah. to watch it also it's has, britney it snow also has, uh, thank it's... you i knew there was someone else in there i would recognize i don't remember i don't know the i other don't remember actor. the third the third sister yeah um and 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 timothy hutchins the guy from leverage oh. and dark half very oh. good very good cool didn't watch it this has I nothing to do to with the actual it. show I wanted now to watch it. are you gonna <laughs> yeah, ruin I this too. for me i've seen I've seen trailers, but I don't, know. I don't know anything about the show beyond the basic premise. But I will say this: take a wild, take a wild guess. If you had to guess who, hmm, the production logos, the production companies, the people who made this show, Dale, what would you say? Probably. I mean, I mean this is a post. This is a post Disney owning Fox World. I will say, hint: there is not a Disney logo here. Is but, it? Is it like freaking um oh the Weinberg Weinstein Weinberg no no Weinstein? no 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 he's not no none Good. of that's involved no Good. that'd be crazy no 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 <laughs> no 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 this is I don't even know how to pronounce it is the problem this is a production wait what <laughs> of not quite Fox. It's a new, it's a new turn for Fox. It's a new era for Fox, and as such, they've decided that Fox Productions is actually going to be called Zoff Productions, XOF Productions. Almost Family is the only show under their title at the moment, and the only proof anybody has of this is one. I checked this on IMDb and Wikipedia to make sure I was not being completely. 
completely ripped off by the internet and people on Twitter who are like, can you see this shit? This shit is ridiculous. I cannot find anywhere else. <laughs> I can't find, like I can find YouTube videos that are like, here's the thing where it says Fox Productions and then it reverses Fox to say Zah. And it's like a two second logo at the end of the thing. And that's it. I can't find other proof of the thing's existence. It's not even a Wikipedia page. It's just a title on Wikipedia. It doesn't have like a stub even. And why? Why is this a thing, Dale? <laughs> uh, what is counter. Zah? Hey, <laughs> are we sure it's not key of? I mean, still. <laughs> is I that just wanted to better? Make a, just wanted to make a Kingdom Hearts <laughs> joke. <laughs> the key of productions. The key... The key of productions. It could be. It could be. Oh my god, Dale, I think why of, is this? I, I why think is key this of productions real? is a better name. Still, like, sure. I mean, at the very least, you put in Disney in there and you call it Key of D. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I know. I said it out loud and <laughs> I didn't like it. I did. <laughs> Dale, what who who went into a Fox boardroom and was like, now... We're like we're doing like freeform style shows now, apparently, <laughs> by getting a bunch of mid twenties actresses <laughs> in a show, in a drama show about family. <laughs> we need to make sure people understand that this is Disney's thing, <laughs> but we can't call them right out. So what if we just flip that logo around? The name of our company—that's not even our company anymore. <laughs> just flip that name around. So. Is it Disney rebranding or is it I, Fox rebranding? I mean, the problem. I mean, the problem is they're one and the same now, Dale. Yeah, but that's Fox the thing. Is, like, who made the decision? I don't know. Well, like you, I like, cannot tell you who made that decision. But like, literally, literally, almost family is the only show that they have produced under this logo so far. Like, it is the first thing to come out, which tells it's, me it has to be based on the... It has to be part of the Disney acquisition. Is it still the lettering of Fox? No, it is... Yes, it literally says Fox Productions, and then in the two seconds that logo is up, they swap the F and the X around. Like, that's what the logo is on screen. That's the animation. Is it saying Fox Productions and then swapping around to say Zoff Productions? <laughs> And they don't swap productions around, so it's not like they're just reversing it for some reason. They are straight up just swapping the X and the F. Well. And it says on, on when you find it on, like I said, on IMDb, on Wikipedia, it says Zoff, capital X, lowercase O, lowercase F. Kiev Productions. <laughs> Kiev Productions. Key. Russian. I mean, okay, did you, did you. Did you... Oh, sorry. It is all capital letters. So XOF is all capital, I guess. Okay. Did you Google just that and nothing yes, came and up? No what came up was the Wikipedia and IMDb page for Almost Family and then a bunch of stuff that has nothing to do with anything because they did not know what I was Googling. So like Zoff Productions doesn't even have its own website. If you go to Fox, Almost Family is just under their entertainment section and there's nothing that says Zoff anywhere. This is just a thing that showed up. Like... Is this like a secret production company they've stuck into Fox now? So, <laughs> I almost feel like it's it's just like... Because Fox Entertainment still exists, though. So I don't know why Fox Entertainment and Fox Production Like, they had to swap out Fox Productions for this instead. I mean, if it's, it's the a... only one... Here's the thing. If it's a... If it was new, 
if it was a new production company, or even if it was a side production company, I feel like there would be more news about it. The fact that it's just on this one show makes me feel like it's just it's just on the show. Like it doesn't mean it it could mean something for the show. Like I don't know. I don't It's almost it's almost like they wanted to be like it's almost like when they cuz Disney buys Fox and then Dark Phoenix comes out, right? And Dark Phoenix is like the last like real Fox movie before Disney took everything it almost feels like they didn't quite get fox productions in the uh <laughs> in the in the sale like they don't get the rights to fo- to anything under fox productions or under fox entertainment so they have to like they had to come up with a new name for it so they can make sure it was one they owned for themselves you know what i mean mm. like it almost feels like they're intentionally trying to swap it out because this is them say like this is this is this is it. This is the line. Anything that's under Zoff Productions is part of this that we can make money off of and like licenses and streaming licenses and stuff and stuff that's under just the Fox Productions or whatever it was is is like has its own rights things it's that we may or may not have. Disney. Right. Like right. Like I don't know. I don't know what it means. It's just that I saw it and I was like, that can't be real. Someone on the internet is trolling me. And then I went searching it. And it was real. It, I was just, a, it was a real thing, and I'm just... I just... I'm, I cannot I don't... believe that would be what they went with. I cannot believe someone stopped, did not stop them from this thing. We're just like, let's just switch the letters around. Oh, and apparently, I'm looking at, like, the two... Like, literally the two frames, and apparently mm-hmm. it starts off saying Fox Entertainment, and then when it flips around, it says Zoff Productions. So it's almost like Zoff Productions is, like, a sub underneath Fox Entertainment now. I don't Which, know I mean, that it kind of makes sense. It's just a strange... It, yeah, like, I don't know if that means it's, like, this is where, like I said, like, our CW-esque mid-20s, like, late-teens, mid-20s shows are going. I don't know if that's going to be, like, the Fox Originals now. Is it going to be under Zoff Productions? I don't know what it means. Uh, I just... Uh... Has someone said Zoff? No, this is me entirely saying it out loud because I don't know what else to say. I mean, that's just me trying to say Fox backwards, which I guess would be Zoff. 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 I'm going off xylophone on this. Yeah. Z- Zoff. Yeah, I guess. But that's <gasps> a- that's XY. Zy. I don't know. That's weird. I don't. It's also apparently the other reason that people are freaking out about it is apparently in Metal Gear Solid Five, something is labeled XOF, and people are just like, "Are you kidding me?" Oh, well, that's funny as shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's. That's funny as shit. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I, but it, it I like. Mm, I'm almost hesitant to believe it, like the world, because there's no articles about it. That's weird. Like I, I understand where your confusion is coming from. Zoff was Zoff is apparently just like the the find bad guys. Anything. Yeah, Zoff is apparently just the bad guys from Metal Gear. Go go for Zoff, and their logo is a fox, and it's just fox backwards. And well, yet, someone didn't do their research, or or one intern knows exactly what that is and convinced them anyway. Came <laughs> into that boardroom, kicked that boardroom down, and said, "Let me show you some awesome shit I found on the internet." And yeah. by internet, I mean this video game I've been playing for thirty years. <laughs> oh my god, that's interesting. Very interesting. 
that's all that's to say that we're now a soft production. I don't know what that means, so we get to call ourselves that until someone tells us we're not. Uh, what? I don't know. I want to meet Emily Osmond, and this is the easiest way to do it. It's just, it's just brand us <laughs> just as off. Just lie and pretend we all work for the same people. We're... <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that's gonna go over well at the Disney, gate where like Disney we pull bullshit. up we pull up with our with our like I don't know IDs and are like eh. It will be this logo from Metal Gear. We'll yeah. use that one and It'll try and like, get it. Hey, we're we're part of it. We're here. We're here to work on Am almost family. And they're like, Yeah, seems legit. But no, no, it wouldn't work. One thing I've learned is that Disney has no security. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Well, this show was, has been fun, Zach. Yep, that was um, it. That's the episode. No, this, this show has been fun. Oh, Disney uh -oh. is going to find us. And they're shutting us down. Oh, God. Now that, I've, now that I've derailed the week, how have you been? How's things? Um, Good. Good. I don't know. I don't know what to say after that. Um, Yeah, no, it's been good. Uh, Ghostbusters Remastered came out. It did. I'm bad at it. How are you? <laughs> How are you enjoying it? I, I love that game. I've loved that game ever since it came out in 2009. It, 2009. It was 2009 because that yeah. was the 25th anniversary and that was the 35th anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's, um, it is one of my favorite sh video games of all time. Like literally of all time. Uh, <laughs> it's quite good. I've been enjoying it, but also I'm bad at it. It's what um, I've learned. That's okay. <laughs> It's okay. I'm sorry that you're. I bad just keep at it. I keep blowing myself up and hitting boxes in front of me because it like takes a very literal idea of what's in front of your gun when you shoot. Well, <laughs> I need to watch you play this game. Is what I've got come to the conclusion of. Because you can't figure out what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. because it 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 the the ray is very like sporadic but it also is very point on like point blank where right. you, where you shoot i so, mean depending on how close you are yeah. that's the other problem is i tend to stand across the room and shoot at things cuz i'm a coward well so. wait but if you're <laughs> Zach, you're supposed to not be afraid of ghosts that's the whole central conceit very, of that game it's a very frightening game oh i will say God. this it's actually a very good horror game dale i know it is just it's wait. Like, like legitimately, it's a good horror game. Oh, Zach, just just you wait. You you're still in the museum. I'm in the museum. People started getting possessed, Dale. Yeah, I know, Zach. Oh, I know. <laughs> just you wait, my friend. Just you wait. Also, that literal like, screams from a ninth grade Dale. Like there are parts of that 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 fight, the possession fight. Where it's like, okay, there's three ghosts. Each of them can, can can possess people. And if all three of your teammates get possessed and then I die, that's the game. Mm -hmm. And I was already having a problem where, like, my teammates would blow up. And I'd be like, well, let me kill the things around them. Yep. And then I would go get them and revive them. But I would die in the process of trying to kill the things that had already downed my teammates. And that would fail. So no, you like, got to revive first. Oh, God. Well, you the problem need... is that I've also died while reviving people. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> Run that, up that... revive, and then they attack me. That's going to happen, but you got to revive first. Except there are very Ray. aggressive books in that Ray. library. <laughs> there are aggressive books in the library. Ray yeah, almost never revives you. There were times when I was playing the original, the, like, original release where literally I was down and Ray was standing next to me. 
and would and like wouldn't do nothing. And then like Winston or freaking Egon from across the way would come and revive me and Ray was just there. There's a part of me that wonders there's a part of me that wonders if they're each like programmed with a different level of paying attention to that. Like like Egon and Egon and um and uh Winston. I keep wanting to just call him Ernie Hudson because over the years I've just gotten used to going, hey, it's Ernie Hudson every time I see him. Um, I just feel like you're right that Winston and Egon just seem more likely to yeah. show up and do that. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Pete even does it too, but like Ray is almost never the one who revives you. And then he's always the one to go down first. And it's like You just called Venkman Pete. Yeah. I, I have never heard him called Pete before. Uh, he's Maybe called- Peter. But he I have is, never called him, he heard him called Pete. Definitely called Pete in the movie. Is he? Because um, I just remember it as Venkman or Sigourney Weaver saying Peter. I, I don't am, remember them ever saying. I Peter. am almost. I mean, you would have seen it more often than I yes, have, so true. you would know. I'm, I'm like like... 98% <laughs> sure that he's referred to as Pete in like one scene, one or two scenes by Ray. Like it's specifically by Ray. Maybe Who, that's why. Maybe it just doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. It's like early. It would be early on in the movie, I believe. It happens. I'm pr- I'm ninety eight percent sure. I mean, again, I'm gonna. And, I mean, I'm gonna, but, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bow to you on that one. But at the very least, though, that is definitely what Devin and I refer to him as. <laughs> no, like, that's the thing. I per- I I believe that the two of you would do that. <laughs> I was just like, it hit my ears somewhere. I was like, wait, who's Pete? Wait. You mean Franklin? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, that was great. Uh, but yeah, no, I freaking love that game. It is like it's one of the first games I ever I ever really beat too. Cause like I really only was getting into video games in high school. So it it was like prime time for that. <laughs> But like the other the other high schools I started in the other high schools the other games I started in high school were like L.A. Noir, Batman Jesus. Arkham Asylum. Didn't finish either of those, which um, I cannot believe. <laughs> I got stuck and I was like, "Fuck this game!" What in like, Arkham? Yes, I got stuck during this part, and I'm like, I don't, "I don't know what you want from me, game. I'm doing everything that you taught me to do, and I'm still not doing it right somehow. There's one ledge over a fence you didn't go. Yeah, like, that was it. That, like, ended up being it or whatever. And I'm like, this is, fuck you. Like, come on. Um, but it was, like, there was, there was a part where you're trying to sneak back into the asylum, and there are snipers, and I could oh, not right. get you past them. Oh, right, you told me about them. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could not get past it. And then L.A. Noir, I think I just stopped. Like the rest of us, you got really interested in the first level, and then we all went, I can't keep doing this, though. <laughs> no, actually, I really liked, and just like, I really liked Arkham Asylum. It was just like, I I just stopped. I was just kind of tired of it or whatever. I don't know. I always want to go back. I was very excited for the re-release on um, Switch and I think PS4. I think it came uh, out. Oh yeah, out I'm sure it came, yeah, it came out for PS4 um, on that too. But I was I I was working at GameStop when that got re-released, and I was super excited. But I didn't end that, up buying it because I like is... that I that I like that game in theory and an idea. 
Um, yeah, just about. That game is like twice or three times the size of Breath of the Wild, which is a game notorious for being the launch Switch title and taking up two thirds of the memory yep. on it. And so, like, so um, LA Noir is a game that requires you to own an SD card because it's too big for the Switch itself. It's like it's like fifty seven gigs or something. That's crazy. Um, and I, I bought it, I own it. It's sitting on, again, my very large SD card sitting on the switch. And the same thing happened. I paid the $50 to rebuy that for probably the second or third time in my life. Cause I definitely had it for 360 and I think I got it for PC, but I might've gotten it for free on like a PC bundle or something, yeah. but I bought it for switch and I did the exact same thing I did with the 360, which is I played right up until the first interrogation and realized I did not know how to read their faces <laughs> and I got bad at it and I hated it and I moved on and I was like, I'm never going to learn. I mean, I'm never going to learn empathy for these virtual people. I, so I won't know how to read their faces. I got pretty far. At, uh, I watched a Let's Play. I ended up at some point in my life watching a Let's Play of that game and being like, oh, this game got really interesting toward the end. So, <laughs> so when you say the first interrogation... I mean, like, the very first, like, the jewelry store robbery where, like, you go to the guy's house and you, like, have to interrogate his wife and, like, his the guy that, like, owns the jewelry store or something. And I was so bad at the... reading the faces and of you... the guy who owned the jewelry store, who I'm pretty certain killed him. Mm. And you have to go, you have to go to the house and then you have to go and like put the, put the, um, air conditioning, like turn off the, you you have to do something with the air conditioning. I don't know. Okay. Cause there's a part. I mean, again, I believe you. I don't know. Cause there's a part in it and you're also in a bar. Like you have to go to a bar and interrogate someone. And then you have to go to the house. I was bad at talking to the the witness, and then I was bad at talking to his wife. So you never... Okay. But, (laughs) so... What? (laughs) I mean, I got through that. You know what? I think I muscled through that because that's, like, the opening, so they basically tell you how to do it. But Mm. the next one after that where the guy is, like, killed on the train tracks or something? Yeah. Yeah, no, I've never gotten past that one. I've never gotten past that one. So you've never done the movie one? Nope. I have never done 99% of that game, Dale. you want to know why? Because in the 360, when it wasn't even the interrogation, when I played on the 360, I was chasing the guy. You get into like a foot chase with the guy, and I thought I was firing in the air to stop him because they were like, oh, fire in the air, and it'll scare him. And I definitely shot a woman instead. Oh and I my was like, God. oh, I can do that. And so I like walked away. I was like, whoop, never mind. I'm a bad <laughs> cop. I'm a very bad cop. I'm a bad cop. Because they're like in the very first like chased when they tutorialize it they're like oh fire in the air and sometimes it scares them yeah so it's like oh i'm gonna do that so i just hit the button thinking he'd automatically go in the air if i didn't hit the aim button and instead he just fired straight ahead of him instead and so i shot the woman in front of me as i was like running through the park <laughs> i am i am Baffled. So hold on, was that cop. was that just on the Switch or was that on 360? No, too? that was when I did on the 360, and then on the Switch I got through that first. I did this, I did almost the same thing. I mean, I got through the first thing, and then I got to the second one with the guy dead on the train tracks, and then I screwed up one of those interrogations, and I was like, I'm just never gonna, never gonna be good at this, guys. <gasps> so you didn't do the movie one, which no, is like I, no. literally I the, the. I'm pretty sure the next one where it's like the young girl and they get they get in a car crash. Yeah, because you up go up on the from, hill. Because the way that 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 works is he goes from being a beat cop to yeah. being a homicide or like a, a traffic detective or yeah. something. And then a to homicide. then being an arson and then a homicide. It's yeah. like that's like the three acts or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I never got through. Nope. Never did. Oh. 
well, no, the the actress one or the Hollywood one is like it's the end of like the first act. It, yeah, yeah, it's I the know, third. Never. It's the third case that you work nope. on, and it's oh, like it's you... the third case Zach never got to. That, <laughs> so... is, that one is the one that stuck with me because it it was like a a girl getting like manipulated and shit into doing movies and like. Bad, it was, it was Black stuff. Dahlia. It was, it was Black Dahlia stuff. with Josh Hartnett. It was... it was like, it was bad. And I'm like, oh my God. That one stuck with me. Uh, that's that's so funny. That's so cool. The, cool? I don't know. It's funny. I like that game. I really like the soundtrack of that game. I've just never gotten past that third case for reasons <laughs> that I am not sure of. I think I just, I, it gets to a point where I just stop playing games. Not because I want to, it just happens. And I've just never revisited that one. <laughs> Dale sees a squirrel. <laughs> and... I mean, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that distracts me. <clears throat> um, but yeah, no, uh, Ghostbusters was this game in high school that I was like, I'm beating this. I don't even care. I'm beating it a hundred times. Like, it, it, it just was so good. And I think it was because of my love of the movie mixed with my love my like newfound love of video games i'm like this is incredible i get to be a ghostbuster i get to legitimately be a ghostbuster i I really wish that i had played it back then but at the time i think i either only had a wii i don't remember if i had the 360 yet because i know i had the wii first and Mm. at some point i i actually no i had a 360 it died i got a wii and then at some point i replaced the 360 so it was like a period of time where i didn't have it and i think in there is when ghostbusters came out yeah so like I knew that the Wii one was bad. That's all anybody ever talked about was that the Wii version of that game is bad. Yeah, because you had to do a bunch of motion stuff. Like you had right. To... They turned. They made it like super cartoony so that yeah. it would actually work on the Wii, mm-hmm. which that doesn't bother me. But then it was like all motion. It was all motion, and apparently it didn't work well. Of course not, because and I was <sighs> very nervous for the Switch version because I was like, I kind of want it on the Switch because I want to be able to play this game wherever I go because it is such. It is a, it is now become a mindless game for me. Like I know, like so there are, there are you are playing it on Switch thing- right now? Huh? Did you end up getting it on Switch yes, then, or did yeah. you get it on PS4? Well, oh. We got it on PS4 and Switch. Oh, well, um, good for you. <laughs> because because I well because I've never gotten the platinum for that game. And so you I went with Switch, which notoriously doesn't have achievements. The so. plat- no, well that's why oh. we got it on PS4 too. <laughs> is like, well at least for me, like the reason why I got on PS4 or like, a, you know, wanted it on Switch and PS4 is I want my platinum because I deserve my platinum for the amount of time I put into this game. But the reason why I didn't get my platinum is because they turned off the online servers after a while, like after maybe right. a good, I well, don't even yeah. know how long, but like they turned off the servers and I was like, well, well yeah, this is a platinum I can... Like- it's a platinum I literally could never get. And then the the news that it was getting remastered, like, made me super excited because I was like, I finally can get the platinum. And I don't have many platinums on PS4. So I was like, finally, I can get the platinum for one of my favorite games of all time. Plus, I can get the game on Switch because it's $30 as opposed to 60 and Devin and I split so for the, cost the cost of, of the with essentially one, one game, game. You can get it twice. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> so, 
So, yeah, I don't know. I just love that game so much. Like there, and it's fun too because, like I said, it, it is a mindless game for me in a lot of ways. But there have been things I forgot <laughs> would happen, and I'm still getting excited and surprised by them. So that's good too. I'm happy. It's, it's like it's, a, not it's just like a like, good like. It's like a good mini series. Yes, it's like yeah. a good Ghostbusters mini series to come back to and just mm-hmm. like, oh, I haven't watched this in ten years. I wonder if this holds yeah. up. Yeah, apparently it does. But um, no, I love it. And it just it looks so good. Like mm-hmm. they clearly put effort into this remaster because it yeah. definitely did not look this. Like I never played it on 360. I know it's supposed to look very good on 360. There's no way it looked this good though. <laughs> I mean, even like, on the PS3, like it. For me, like, it looked amazing on PS3 because we didn't know what graphics could be. Right. I but... mean, I'd like to look, I'd like, I'd watch a comparison video, but I still can't get over how close the four of them look. Mm. And it still kills me that I, that like Alyssa Milano, whose character's name is Alyssa. Yep. That's the other thing I think that's messing with me is that her character's name is just one letter off from her real name. And also, it doesn't look like her. Yeah. <laughs> But the other four look like them, and because their voices didn't change in 30 years, they all sound exactly the same. Well, it's all the same recording, too. No, I'm not just talking about from 10 years ago. Oh. I'm talking about even when they recorded it for that. The thing is that those yes. are four those are four yeah. people whose you. voices have not changed in 40 years. Yeah, yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. uh... Yeah, I don't know. But even on, like, yeah, PS3, I was like, oh, my God, they look just like them. But it looks, it's funny because I was watching Devin, <laughs> I was playing on the Switch and Devin was playing on the PS4 and the Switch looks very, cl- it looks closer to PS3 graphics. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. And that then, I, was, and then I, kept, and I kept looking over at Devin and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> yep, that looks amazing. <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't know. Love that game. Great. Go, go, everyone, for October. Go play the Ghostbusters game. Do it. It's the best. We demand it. We demand uh, it. If you want to listen to the show, we can't stop you, but you should just do it. Should, <laughs> we can't stop you from listening to the show if you don't play Ghostbusters. We don't have that power, but you should play Ghostbusters. Take our word for it. Just know that we will put you on a lower tier. You're not allowed on our higher tier of our fake Patreon <laughs> unless you play Ghostbusters. That's part of the job. That's part of the payment. It's eight dollars plus oh Ghostbusters God. achievements yep. that prove that you played the game. Yep. <laughs> yep. God. Um. But yeah. What else? Um. The DC CW shows are coming back. I know. We're getting into a crazy time with the DC CW shows. I know. We're barreling toward Crisis on Infinite Earths, where they're finally gonna be like just smash them all together. It's still, except Black Lightning. I love the fact that the guys that run back that that runs uh, black lightning is like i'm still not doing this guys yeah i don't care what you're doing i've got my own thing yeah. i'm doing my own show it's incredible it also no i'm not doing whatever yeah. bullshit you're doing <laughs> that's okay it's fine i kind, <laughs> of, totally I kind fine. of respect that in, in, yeah. in a lot of ways <laughs> yeah that's the one that's got like it's got uh phenomenal acting and for as much as arrow has tried and failed over the years to do their like um like they did their gun episode mm. and it was bad <laughs> and like Supergirl had episode had better episodes of like Jimmy Olsen and John Jones talking about what it's like to be black in America yeah. today. Very good. But they're like very uh, clear, obvious, like issue episodes, like very special episode feeling. Mm-hmm. And Black Lightning is just like, but what if 
a creative team that knew what they were doing. Just this was the show and we were good at it. <laughs> and so we're going to get really good actors and we're going to do this. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, yeah, you guys, you go do your comic book stuff. We're going to do our stuff. You're fine. We're going to do but our like real stuff. Real stuff. Um, so yeah. Cr- uh, so Supergirl and Batwoman premiered. Mm-hmm. Um, and without spoiling anything, because I know Dale has not sat down and watched them yet. Batwoman felt like I was watching Birds of Prey again. <laughs> okay. In the best way and some of the worst way. It was a very uneven pilot, but I'm excited for it. It's been uh, the year least, for those. Not least of which, um, one of the Birds of Prey from the TV show is in the show <laughs> as another character. Oh, yeah. I was, like, sitting there, I was sitting there watching. I was like, why does she look so familiar? Who is that? And then I looked it up. I was like, oh, shit, it's Dinah Lance from Birds of Prey. <laughs> Is it's just in this series. Playing the same character? No, no, not okay. at all. She's playing a completely different character. But that also means because they announced for Crisis that they might be bringing some of the Birds of Prey actors back, which makes me think that if she's already on the CW payroll again, <laughs> she That's might also she might be playing both characters for Crisis, <clears throat> which is wonderful. Because Crisis is just like all over the place. They keep announcing stuff. It's like Birds of Prey is going to come back. Smallville's coming back. We're going to get. Uh, we're going to get, um, God, what's his name now? Brandon Routh, who played Superman before, who's Adam now. We're going to make him come back as Superman again. And then he's going to, that, that that crisis is actually going to be the opening of the Legends season in January, which means that right after that, he's leaving Legends. <laughs> so, like, everything's you know, all over the place. You know what's funny about this whole Crisis of Infinite Earth thing? That you still haven't watched, like, half the shows that will be involved? Yep. And I'm yeah. probably only going to watch the Supergirl episode. And I my dad that. and I are going to start the episode. And we're both going to look at each other. It's going to be, be like, one of like what? six episodes of TV, Dale. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what happened with um, um, what episode? Oh, well, I... There was Crisis last year. There was, oh, what did they call it, though? There was Crisis on Earth X. Elseworlds. Elseworlds last year. Because I remember texting you and being like, so we just watched the third part of Elseworlds. (laughs) I I needed to know. I kind of understood what was going on, but like, can you fill in some shit? I mean, oh my God, that's so funny to me that like. (laughs) They make these cr- these crossover episodes so important because specifically because they're trying to get people to watch all of the shows. Yeah. And still, it's like, oh, well, I'll still watch this one or I won't even skip it this week. I'm just going to watch this episode and move on. It's like, what? How? Again, that was part four of six. How did you do that? <laughs> and my dad, my dad and I, I was so into it, too. I was like wicked into the episode. It was great. Getting into that third episode, though, also means you missed all the fun parts at the beginning where you've got, like, Arrow, uh, where Oliver gets swapped into um, Barry's body. And so all of a sudden... I mean, that uh, was in the previously. Yeah, so all of a sudden, Steve Amell is the Flash, and they've stuffed him into the suit that I think was the same size and the same exact suit for Grant Gustin. Oh, my God. (laughs) And, like, you've got Grant Gustin running around trying to be all brooding and angry, but he's a tiny little boy (laughs) compared to Steve Amell. (laughs) Yeah, that's hilarious. Like, I saw, Uh, I think I saw parts of that. And it's Amell. I know it's uh... Amell before someone corrects me. It's Steve Amell. I keep saying Amell. I'll always say (laughs) Amell. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, I just remember when that episode started, I was like, dad, 
we're not on this episode. And he goes, no, we are. It's the next episode in the list. And I'm like, dad, nothing that is happening on this screen happened. Like, so, we don't so know funny. any of this. And he was like, well, it says part three. Like, I don't, I'm like, oh, we're just going to watch it, dad. We're not going to watch those other two episodes. I he watches we're not Flash. Gonna take, we're not going to take 90 minutes to watch the other two episodes and be caught up. No, <laughs> we're watching this one episode and we're moving on. He, he, he kind of watches the Flash. So he, I think he might've seen that part two. <laughs> part two, maybe. I don't even know, but it, it might've been part one. I don't it even remember. Was the funniest moments because it was like him and I like, not arguing, but, like, having, like, a little mini discussion, like, disagreement of, like, whether or not it was the right episode. And he was right. It's recorded. My father was right that it was the right episode. It was just we were not prepared at oh all God. for it. I love it. And I love it, too, because every time – because ever since the first one, the very first crossover event was when Supergirl was still on CBS I think I think in the first season of Supergirl they do a crossover event might be season two when she comes in to CW I don't remember <clears throat> but like oh no the first cry actually no the first crossover is definitely well see well she's still on uh, CBS because it was the the legends pilot the first like crossover series first crossover event is the legends of tomorrow pilot basically oh that introduces the legends and then you get the next episode where it's like oh by the way aliens exist and we sent barry to earth 2 to grab supergirl and bring her back so that we know what it's like to fight an alien <laughs> so yeah which oh <laughs> is just dumb and i love it oh my god ridiculous um yes. the next year was crisis on earth x which is space nazis which is very good yep I've heard, um, I've heard about that. And then I, be and then I believe it's Elseworlds and then Crisis on Infinite Earth. I don't think I missed one in between there. So, like, I just – and every time it happens, though, it is all of these shows have, like, they're over – because it's a CW show and they're all under the same formula of we do some kind of, like, crime, like, criminal of the week, monster of the week thing – but then also there's a huge overarching story we're always doing and inevitably you get to the crossover event and it's like here's my convenient one line to throw off my arc for the whole season so that i can justify the next three episodes of this crossover <laughs> and then i'm going right back to it and i'll make some comment about it as i go back to my own world through my portal and be like well i have I have entire other Kryptonians coming back that I have to go stop now. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> like disappearing into a portal. Oh it's God. like, oh, yeah, that was like a whole thing that like we just kind of gave up on when you left. OK, bye. <laughs> I guess the last three months didn't matter. Bye. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. So. I, um... uh, so, OK. So. So we'll see if we actually watch Crisis of Infinite Earths. So, can I set you up a little bit on Crisis of Infinite then, just so we can talk about the fact that Arrow comes back next week and it still makes no goddamn sense to me? Can because I please tell you? Over. Well, it's not just that. No, it's going into its last its last season, season is yeah. this year. But. And I guess spoilers for Arrow specifically, I won't go into all of the shows because that would be silly and I could do that, but I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> Because I love them all in their own ways, but um, arrows. Everyone thinks Arrow is dead. Here's the problem. <laughs> so the entire last season of Arrow that just that just aired. Uh, so so Elseworlds happens last yes. year. Let's start here. Elseworlds happens last year, and the whole idea is that um, guy who's basically the Watcher from Marvel. Yep. I don't remember what his name is in this, but Isn't like it he like basically. Cyf Cyf 
Cypher or Cyphus? Cypher's the bad guy from Matrix. Okay. Yeah, but I, forget. I thought... No, it's something else that starts with an M. That's why I keep wanting to... It's, but I can't remember it what. M? I thought it was a C. But he comes in, basically, uh, and he, the whole Elseworlds thing was a test. He's got yeah. this book that yep. scrambles up everybody. He's that. like, I'm testing yeah. you because, because the crisis is happening, which is a thing that The Flash has actually been um, teasing for, like, four seasons now. Since, yeah. like, season two, they have been teasing this whole, whole idea about, um, in the comics, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, The Flash is does, does the whole thing with Flashpoint, which is he creates, like, an alternate universe thing, and then that kicks off the crisis on Infinite Earths, which is that mm -hmm. he basically tears apart the universe yeah. by accident. Yeah. And then all of the multiverses in DC have to, like, get smashed together. And it was basically, in the comics, a way for DC to be like, we've got too much shit. Let's just mash it all together, kill off some people, and then start fresh. Yeah. So CW kind of doing this with the fact that, like, Supergirl started on a different Earth because it was on a different uh, channel. And so she's been on Earth 2 this whole time. They're going to smash her in there. Batwoman technically takes place on a third Earth from the other two, I think. Actually, no, it might take place in the same as Arrow. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm already confused because she was introduced in Elseworlds. So this is why it's all confusing. And they're like, fuck it. We're just going to mash oh, them all right, together. Yeah, I remember her. Oh, I didn't see her introduction, but I've seen the clip of it. It's so funny. The car. Dale, it's so funny, by the way, leading through up to Elseworlds when they're going to introduce Batwoman. And now that Batwoman's like in the canon, the immediacy with which they all decide that they can start mentioning Gotham in every episode of every show. Oh, it's like it's so funny because like for Elseworlds, it's like they start met. They're like, oh, nobody goes to Gotham anymore. That place is terrible. You think Star City is bad. Gotham's even worse. Yeah. Nobody goes there and all this other stuff. And then immediately like Elseworlds ends and it's like. Oh, yeah, so this is something we used in Gotham back in the day to do this and such and such. Oh, back in Arkham Asylum, he did this. And it's like, we can mention Batman things now? Oh when God. did that happen? Because <laughs> Oh, because Batwoman starts next year, so we can mention Batman things again. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, yeah, so I knew so, that it was all a test, and I knew right, that so people— Test is coming because yeah. Barry's about to blow up the universe. Yep. yep. They, don't know why. they don't know why. Like, the big mystery for Flash this year is can they prevent him disappearing? Um, and then it's— but then through all of Elseworlds, what happens is that one of the big things that resolves Elseworlds is Arrow basically is like, look, whatever this thing is that's coming, take me basically as like a sacrifice yeah, yep. and everybody else that, to try and save everybody else. Mm -hmm. So the end of season seven of Arrow is him coming for Arrow. <laughs> yeah. He comes to him and says, it's time. And so he, he goes. He goes and they do this whole – they have this whole thing where they're like flashing forward all season to like 2050-something. And it's like, oh, yeah, Arrow died, quote-unquote, or disappeared. And so every – like the world went to hell and all this – like Star City went to hell and all this stuff. So it's like that's the end of the season is his disappearance. So how do you come back next season <laughs> if you can't be there? Well, if it's all flash forwards – well, no, but, but that's what I mean. Like, that, the end of the season was the start of those flash-forward events. So, like, the end, the final, like, scene of of the season finale is the guy comes for comes for uh, Oliver and says, it's time, and he goes and leaves everybody. And, like, that's it. That's where the Arrow universe is right now in the current timeline is that he has gone off with the Watcher or whatever he is. It is, like, that's that's it. So, like... Does that mean when Arrow comes back next week, he's just not on it until Crisis? Because pretty certain Crisis is at the end of their 10-episode season. <laughs> season 8 of Arrow just have no Arrow? Because that would be funny. 
I'm down with that dumb idea, but like, <laughs> but like, well, you just what? have to like, watch and find out. Like, cause at We're first I was sponsored. like, I kind of like, I started this whole scramble to figure out when crisis was because I was like, oh, are they just going to start all of their seasons with the crisis event and then go from there? Because that would be interesting. No, it doesn't come out until Ed, like <laughs> December going into January. So it's like, so like Legends doesn't start until January. You don't know what happens with Legends until the dawn of Crisis. I don't know how Arrow is structured. I assume Flash is just going to be like the first half of the season will be like make sense to lead up to it. And then Supergirl and Batwoman kind of on their own. They don't have to do anything until that shows up. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, oh my God, Greg Berlanti, what are you doing? I love it, but what the hell are you doing? And I cannot believe how excited I am to find out. Like, I'm also sitting here like, I cannot wait. I watched Supergirl and Batwoman. Black Lightning started last night, but that's not part of any of this. Uh, so Flash uh, Flash starts... Sorry, Black Lightning was last night. Flash starts tonight. They're replaying the Batwoman pilot because they still are... Because they, like, want to start everyone else before Arrow starts. That's yeah, what I've yeah. decided. That's That's why that's starting a week late. Oh, man. So and also, in all of this, I have to get caught up on Supernatural, because Supernatural's last season starts this week, so I'm going to be like an episode or two behind by the time I get caught up hmm. with that. Oh, oh, it does start this week? Damn. Yeah. Season 15. It's... 15 years. That's, That's half my life, Dale. That's more than <laughs> half of your life. Yeah. Jeez. God. Ridiculous. It all started with the worst season of Smallville. <laughs> Jets and Nichols, just like going bad for one episode at the end so he can die oh my god <laughs> um so so yeah I, so i was gonna talk about ridiculous pilots that i watched but we saw a show over the weekend we did are we like running low is that your way of saying we're running too long on time already no yes. i just didn't know if we wanted to talk about the show or if we wanted to talk about something else before we talk about the show i got nothing else before the show everyone like i'd like like as uneven as batwoman was i'm excited for that supergirl started great i'm excited for flash tonight that's all i got <laughs> um i can quickly go through so i watched the unicorn all rise and stump town so the unicorn I also watched. I think we talked about this we before. We talked about briefly, yeah. In the real in the real world yes. outside of recording. IRL. I um, want to watch the second episode, give it a couple of episodes to get even, but I'll give Walton Goggins the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. That's what I'll say on that. The thing about the unicorn is the second episode is definitely better than the first, cool. but I still don't know how I feel about that show. All right. Because as you saw the pilot, it is very heavy on the whole, like, you need to be in a relationship for your life to continue, and I'm not about that. Like, I don't I don't like that They're that, They're leaning that so heavily. Yeah, they're leaning so heavily on it that I almost think that the end of this first season is him going, I actually don't need that. I, I just need to live my life. I certainly hope so, because, but, like, I don't want to have to live through all of the awkwardness and all of the, like it's just not going to work out scenarios, you know? I don't know. But the yeah. I uh, I can't I don't want to spoil. I, never mind. Well, we can talk about the second episode. We can talk about that after. Um Stumptown was really freaking good. I loved it. Oh, loved Kobe every Smulders. second of it. Um Kobe, I you was... deserve so much more from the MCU oh, than just God. being Nick Fury's sidekick. This is true. This is true. I'm happy that she's got her own show. 
are happy. She is such a good badass. Like, she's good as Robin in, in How I Met Your Mother, but, like, she is a great freaking <clears throat> badass just character. I love it. I love her, and I love Stumptown, and I can't wait for more. And you haven't watched it. She's right? also she's also a good ghost. Secret ghost in a Nicholas Sparks movie. But, uh, Safe Haven? I think it's Safe Haven, what? where Julian Ho goes to, like, some small town to get away from her abusive ex-husband or something, and she runs into John, Josh Duhamel, and she's, like, got a neighbor that keeps coming over while she, like, works on her new house or something and is like, oh, yeah, like, go out and live your life, girl. Great. And then Josh Duhamel, the whole movie, is like, oh, my dead wife. I'm so sad. And then, of course, at the end, you find out that Colby Smulders is his dead wife and she's just been a ghost the whole time. And it's like, why? That doesn't make any sense. There's nothing else supernatural in this movie. She just hangs out in your house and is like, I want to get my my new husband and my husband into a new relationship. Uh Anyway, that's Safe Haven. Well, thanks for ruining that movie. You were for never me. gonna watch it. No one should watch you it. You don't that. know. I love Josh Duhamel. Du Duhamel. Du Duhamel. <laughs> Josh Duhamel. I love Josh Duhamel. I love that guy. <laughs> I love him, and I love Colby Smulders. Um, yeah, and All Rise was really good too. I'm very excited. I'm I'm, I'm very interested to see where that goes. I I am too. Also, I just can't. I still think that's like a that's the worst name. <laughs> All Rise is like, it sounds like a show that someone made up for another show. Like, oh, like a, a show about actors and the show they work on is called All Rise because who would name a show that? It's silly. <sighs> Damn. Anyway. That's funny. No, that's good. I really liked it. It was really good. I wasn't, I mean, I get where you're coming from and you're going to ruin the title for me. <laughs> that was all I'm going to think of. I mean, here's the thing. I would have said the same thing about a show called The Unicorn. So you know what? It might just be we're in a weird space where people are running out of we're, titles for we're things. We're in a weird space, and we're in the space also where, like, everything is unbalanced. Yes, there are uh, so many shows right now that are wholly you unbalanced. You are parroting Devin from Sailor Port this week. I am. No. Okay. But I wasn't he's sure not... if you would listen to the episode or if you guys just felt the same way so we much just like feel the same, the same person. way because we are the same person well this in goes a lot of ways this goes actually i think to something that i posited on our discord that became a much bigger discussion than i expected uh so i'm gonna bring it here uh, <laughs> um we don't i don't think Did people know who to, to make this? i don't think people know who to make tv shows for anymore oh yeah i think th i think that's a big thing is that like I think that the people who make broadcast television specifically, mm. like Fox, ABC, CBS, who were like the standard for so long, just like you put out, especially Fox, which is you shotgun out a thousand different things every season. And then by December, you've canceled half of them. Yeah. And then midseason, you've brought in some new ones. And hopefully like two of those stick that become like longer running shows for three or four years. Mm -hmm. Like that style, weirdly, that's the same style I think that Netflix uses, but Netflix has no problem just like cutting it after two seasons and oh, moving yeah. on. Yeah. But because the broadcast networks are still dependent on like the revenue stream of things like advertisers and numbers and, and all that and numbers yeah. and all that, they don't know who to make TV for anymore. Well, they well, don't know who's watching their mm -hmm. their shows anymore. Mm -hmm. Well, that's actually uh, my my boss and I were talking about this, um, and it's like, it's it's like the broadcast television networks are trying to 
do certain things that like Netflix can just do where it's like, okay, so we're trying to do something, but we also need to stay within the FCC, like policies and as well as there are formulas that we're afraid to get away from. Like it's a mix of, yes. It's like, we want to do what Netflix and like Hulu and prime are doing, but we have to do like, this is going to sound ruder than I mean it, but we have to do basically a discount version of it. No, yeah, that's, I don't like, think that's a. I don't think like, that's rude. I think that's, that's exactly true. It's exactly what it is. Like we have to do a discount version of it. We also need need to throw everything. This is I'm stealing this from Devin because it, it's the best way to do it. It's the best analogy for it. But like we have to throw everything at the wall, and like it, you know, no one except for a handful of people are going to remember that we mentioned this thing in the pilot and never revisited it. Like, no, it, like they're not, they're just, you know, throwing it at the wall and being like, okay, whoever, whoever stays, stays. And we're going to pan, we're going to change the narrative and pander it that way. Cause we're getting those numbers, but you know, they're not going to remember that we mentioned these five other storylines. <laughs> Yeah, you I know? still remember the uh, first time that my that I clocked that was happening. Mm. There's two. There's two that were stick out in my mind. Yeah. The first one is Scrubs. Scrubs pilot episode takes place in a completely different building than the rest of the series. Yeah. Um, the second, but th- and that's just like a whole thing. They actually do the same thing. <laughs> they do the same thing that um, Twin Peaks does, which is uh, anybody who watches the Twin Peaks pilot and then watches the very first what they call episode one. Uh, the sheriff station changes, but in the first episode of Twin Peaks, there are people all over the sheriff station doing uh, construction as a way to explain why everything looks different. Yeah. They don't say it. No one looks at it and goes, oh, this is why things look different. It's just a thing in the background happening throughout the entire episode is people are just like constantly doing construction work in the thing. That's and then, smart. And, um, like- and Scrubs does the same thing. There's the first episode. And then in the second, there are people like working on stuff yeah that's just like it's just happening somewhere where someone is like working it's only in one room though and like they don't do it the whole episode but there is just like one room where someone's like on a ladder doing something in the ceiling yeah. and they're just like that's your clue that they did some work on the hospital or something um yeah but the other one the one that really is egregious to me though is psych the very first episode of psych um juliet is not there it's, no. a, it's a different character yep. actress that I've seen in a thousand things, but they have a whole, like, they play it's a whole plot line that, uh, yep. that Timothy Olmanson and her are sleeping together. Mm-hmm. And then in the second episode, when she's not there anymore, the first thing he says is, well, ever since he got rid of his old partner after he had them ship off his old partner because they broke up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, that's just a thing we're doing. Okay. Yeah. That's just how you explain that. Uh, at least you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Let's, okay. Yeah, I remember that too. <laughs> And it's very, it's jarring, and it's like okay, but at least, at least you gave me an explanation. But like at the same time, it's also an explanation that damn. makes him look like a jackass. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, ugh. But no, it's it is this. It's just weird. Again, we're in a weird spot with television, and you know, you the broadcasting, you know, broadcasting networks have to compete with Netflix now, and I don't think they ever thought they would have. Like when Netflix started. When net when I first heard about Netflix in college, and it was, hey, you can order DVDs and they come to your house, but we also have some movies that you can just watch right now. 
Right, when the streaming never. service really kicked yeah. off. Like, that was, yeah. Never. This was, that was my freshman year of college because, like, people in class were like, oh, you can watch this on here, and oh, you can watch it here. And, like, Hulu started off as, like, as this weird... Hulu was the Hulu was Hulu. their answer to net was the network was... answer to Netflix exactly. and the way that they marketed it was they had Seth MacFarlane walking yep. around making dumb jokes in their ads. Yeah. And, and Alec Baldwin I think because 30 Rock was big at the time. And like I just remember <laughs> the layouts for those. I don't know. I pay attention to layouts. It maybe it's a computer thing, but I remember the layouts for those 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 sites and Ne- and Hulu was exactly, if you were to go, sorry, I just punched, I said sorry to you, but I hit the microphone. Um, Ow. If you, if you, it's like hitting you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but if you were to go to Hulu back when it first started, if you go to like, if you go to Fox or I don't know, you know, ABC, ABC or any of the broadcasts, network television network television sites it is very clearly we're going to have this black bar that has you know it's always moving and it's got pictures and all that then we have a bunch of white space that's just filled with something right that's how hulu was and it so it looked like this network television site whereas netflix was all just movie poster here's a here's a giant <laughs> block of movie posters and if you see something you like you can click on it and yeah, watch it exactly and now <clears throat> they have become so iconic like how you get to things is weird and i'm getting into a whole nother territory that i did not expect to get into today with, well i mean with it, with web design well it's interesting because and like how to, that to go... draws people in and to go even further than that, which is more, I mean, even a further tangent, my Roku finally came in. Hey. Now that it's not an empty package on my, I ordered a Roku for $40, everybody, because they're still super cheap. And then you're not tied to Amazon mm-hmm. if that's a thing that bothers you. Uh, but I got a Roku and the first package that showed up was empty because it was improperly sealed. And I think it fell out in the truck, AKA someone went home with a free Roku. Mm-hmm. But Amazon <laughs> was nice enough to re, I, whatever, I'm not. I'm not mad because I got it two days later and it was 40 bucks. So they, I got a, I got a replacement uh, that came today and like I sat there today and just like loaded up all the, the, the six things I'm subscribed to. Um, and like I noticed that because I'm going through six different, mm-hmm. you know, websites now. Yeah. And also I noticed that on the Amazon Fire Stick and on the Roku, like they're what I would call their secondary apps are always worse than are so much worse than their yeah. websites. They want you so bad to go right to their website. Yeah. Cuz I'm sure they're get they've got Google Ads turned on and they're probably getting something from people <laughs> going through their actual website. But like you go on you go on their secondary app. So like YouTube's thing on the Switch and Roku or like and Amazon is all really terrible cuz you have to like sign in and I think it's so weird because you have a Google account and then you have a separate even though it's under Google, a Yahoo account Mm -hmm. stuck within your google account so if you click on your google account and not your youtube account it suddenly thinks you're a different user and it doesn't show you anything you're subscribed to yeah that's what i've learned recently and then like the the netflix app is terrible on all of these because like sometimes it shows you what you've recently been watching or what your watch list is which 
God, I don't think I've ever looked at my watch list in years oh, really? on Netflix, That's but I still I have stuff on it. there. I still have a habit. I have a bad habit. I do the same thing on the Nintendo eShop with movie with games I want to buy, where I go through and I go, oh yeah, I'll stick this on like a wish list or a watch list. I'll go through it that way, and then I never go back to that actual wish list and oh, check on things. I do all the time. It is so, so like, useful for me. There's stuff. There's stuff sitting on that watch list. The other thing though is that because I'm constantly creating that watch list, Netflix is using that to tailor yeah. the algorithm to me. Yeah. And the problem is that like. It's all stuff that I clearly forgot I wanted to watch. So, like, the stuff it's showing me is other stuff I just am going to forget I want to watch. I sat down once with a friend, and we went through her Netflix, and I went, holy shit, I didn't even know this was on Netflix because I never see it advertised. It's never shown. If Netflix just had, like, God, just somewhere. I know it's a very big list, guys, but just all movies, A to Z, top to bottom, load that list up, and I will sort through it the way I want to sort through it. I know it's a lot. I know it's a lot. It's too much, but also, yeah. I just wanna, uh, I just wanna be able. You can even find like genres. It's so hard to find everything on Netflix now, because yeah, they have, have an algorithm search. that you wants to, to show. You have to search for it. Uh, but I don't want to. I don't know what I want yet. How can I search for thing I don't know? <laughs> I don't know. Existential I don't know. crises with Netflix. <laughs> but it is. It's this, it's this weird thing where you know even that comes into play it's it's even that you know that web design comes into play man nothing messed me up more than the day i learned that uh the the little square on netflix might be different for me and you for the same movie did you know this oh yeah it it, because it changes the picture based on what it thinks will get your attention Yep. yep so if i have a bunch of movies in my watch list starring women then it will show me whatever woman's in a show, exactly. no matter how small their role. Yep. <laughs> or like, yeah, yeah, I don't. That's how that's how you end up with a list that says movie starring women, but all of the pictures are of men. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, huh. well, this is what gets your attention. You don't <laughs> care about the woman in this, even though it's <laughs> st- movie starring women. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, hilarious. That's great. That's how people get those those weird things that you see on like on reddit and twitter all the time we're like why is it showing me this picture it's oh like because it thinks that that's what you it thinks that's what you want yeah i'm exactly. not to tell you yeah thinks that's what's gonna get you to watch it oh man crazy it's crazy but this world. paradise we live in this paradise this is paradise so look around everybody so zach and i went and saw a concert on sunday night Oh, it's glorious. It was... Oh, man, I missed concerts. Yeah. I missed it so I'm so happy to have been to two in the last month now. Good, I missed good. this. I forgot how much I missed this. It, oh, man. It was so good. I love – I forget how much I love concerts like that, like specifically in a small venue. Like, I for- small venue, speakers too big for the place. Mm-hmm. I don't think I heard a goddamn thing that happened all night, and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my my ears were a little fuzzy afterwards walking down the street and I was like can't hear Zach but that's fine we're just walking we both know where we need to go See, the nice thing is you can kind of almost make it out because yeah. my voice is so bassy that I kind of come in in a low rumble yeah, afterwards exactly exactly <laughs> no it um it was great uh, we saw the regrets and uh which is a band that I've talked about on this show uh, and they're on, excellent uh, on our music hot topic episode so go check that out fantastic um, i'm gonna continue to forget that they are like 19, 19 which blew my mind when oh. i found out um 
And so this the the biggest thing about the show for me though was that the openers were just as good. Cannot as- stress how important a good opening act is, everybody. Yes. I cannot stress how much they they set the vibe for your night because oh my god i'm wearing my holla t-shirt right now i hate you (laughs) i wish i was wearing mine because we're gonna do the very first it's gonna be you know god another 100 episodes what are we on 73 something like that it's gonna be another 73 episodes where we finally do an episode like together in the same room we'll have our podcast mugs and our holla t-shirts and our holla (laughs) t-shirts after so the two the two opening acts uh, the first band was this. It was like a band, but it's only named after the singer. <laughs> like, have you have like, you gone into like have you I, read I, up? I haven't gone through ever. I have not gone through everything, but the what what you just described makes me think of like Bright Eyes. Okay. Where Connor O'Burst, Connor O'Burst was like is like the main creative force behind that, and then like when he wants to do certain types of song, like. There's like three or four Bright Eyes albums that are very different kind of genres, and he's got different bands backing him because of that. He just stuck them all under that label Wait. because it's him. So like Bright Eyes is not a full band. Bright Eyes is Connor O'Burst, and sometimes oh, the yeah. band is the same backing him up. Okay. Well, like, yeah, so so, so what I found So Holla out, sounds like the same thing. Yeah, because when you go to the Spotify, it just talks about the main lead singer. It just talks about Ian. Preppy, preppy McYuppie boy. Preppy. It's adorable as anything. Yes. yes. <laughs> that, like, I totally took a creeper video of. You did? Oh, my God, you did? And, and was like, yeah, you can choose what pin I get. It's fine. We specifically went over to the table to buy things from him. Yeah, no. yeah. Specifically was like, hey, Greer, you're good, but... <laughs> We're going to take a break and walk over You're to good. the Holla merch table. <laughs> Greer, we're exactly what a mid-act should be. Opening yes. act, great. Mid-act, need to come down a little bit. Let me go buy some stuff, get another drink, get ready yeah. for the the, yeah. the main event. And then the regrets were awesome. Yeah, they were Ugh. so good. Um, but yeah, Holla, like, if you go to the Spotify, it just talks about, you know, that Ian. Um, and then, but I was also, reading up about... Also- if you go through him through Amazon Music, it puts him and uh like Indian woman whose name is Hala under the same thing because Amazon's really bad with how yeah. they put stuff up. Because if you end up essentially, if you have two musical acts with the same exact name, it thinks you're the same people and it mixes all your stuff together. Oh, that's ridiculous. So like, oh, it's got God. a couple of albums from Hala that we saw, and then it's got a bunch of stuff about like Indian spirituality. Oh. <laughs> it's like, whoa, hold on. Interesting. I don't think this is him. Yeah. But what I found out, because I was, like, trying to figure out about the other, you know, band members that were on stage. And, like, the drummer is is actually a singer for another band. He just also drums for Hala. Like, this sounds like uh, like when like, I went to go see Kimya Dawson. Yeah. The uh, opening act was the woman who used to be the uh, drummer for the Decemberists and is the drummer, the drummer for the Low Anthems now. Yeah. Um, sometimes you just get and uh, oh, what was it? There was a band. It was a couple of the people from Blink-182, and I can't remember the other band they came up with. Uh, Boxcar Racer. They put okay. out one album, but it was the, it was um, Mark and Tom from uh, Blink-182, and then two people from, I want to say, like, it was something like Reliant K or something, another oh, one wow, of the pop-punk okay. bands that were big with them or something, and they just, like, two or three of them got together, and they just put out one album under the name Boxcar Racer. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's cool. Like it's it's this cool thing. I don't know. But um yeah, it was great. And then the regrets played and I jumped around and was dancing and Dale also got to see drunk dancing drunk Zach. dancing sack, which was fucking hilarious. Yeah, it that's was how, great. that's what happens when I don't when I, when I, you don't care? Yeah, when, when it was my incredible. Like at its lowest level. Yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> it was great. Oh, <laughs> there was there was. I liked the moments when like we know when there were moments where like there were empty spots in the in the audience, well, and you and I just getting, looked like, at each other and we're just like, we're like this crowd is getting a little. There. We keep getting pushed around. Yeah. You want to go there? Let's go there. Boom, go. Yeah. <laughs> It was great. Oh my god. It made me oh, so it talk- made me want to go to more concerts. Like it, it like I want to go to more concerts like that. Keep an eye out on what's going on. This is the problem. This is the biggest loss we have of D, of um 955 WBRU disappearing from Providence is that they were the ones that ran those ads and on their website you could always find stuff that was going on around Providence and around Boston. And in the, ever since they left, it's harder to find when the acts are coming to the town. Yeah. I guess the Phoenix probably still exists, but I'd have to find one first. Um, but <laughs> so we're standing out in line, though. Can we talk about this? First oh off, we God. show up in line. We show up a little early, trying to make sure we know where the place is. <laughs> we got lost getting there, but we're not going to get into that. We're bad. We didn't. We... I avoided the toll. You did. You did. You avoided the toll, but also... But also we got lost. It took us like 45 minutes to park. Yeah. To eventually sit down and go, oh, shit, it's Sunday. It's free parking, and we could have parked like five fucking five hours ago. Five minutes yeah. from the fucking uh, place. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because <laughs> we ended up near that CVS where we bought candy. Yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> so, so we go, and we're like, we see the line, and I think the first thing we both go is, one, I don't see a single dude here. Fine, whatever. And two, every single one of these people is, like, under 24. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then you noticed something else very important that we got very confused by. Oh, the hearts? Yes. Yeah. There were hearts so just under people's eyes. Every, yeah, a bunch of the girl, a bunch of the, a bunch of people had hearts, like, drawn in eyeliner i think i'm assuming that some I'm of them could have been tattoos like legitimately or, even like been sharpie tattoos, or something or sharpie but it was like yeah so they had little hearts drawn under their eyes and i'm like is this are we missing something did we like not get a memo did <laughs> should we have had hearts on our eyes what is uh, are these people just fans of star versus the forces of evil like, but they're in different positions than that. I was very confused. And then, and then, then we're getting in. And we finally two hours pass. The, then, I was gonna say, then we go get drunk, and then <laughs> <laughs> we go watch football and get drunk at a bar across the street because it was Boston, and why not? Mm-hmm. And then we go get in line, which is now down the street and around the corner mm-hmm. because this show sold out. Yep. And so we go and get in line. And this girl in front of us with this bright green hair that could not have been definitely younger than you. What I love is I the don't fact know, though, Zach. No, she was 23 at the most. At okay, the most. fair enough. I would fair. doubt if she was even 21. I, would like, I but, don't know, but she, she was like 
talking about high school, I thought. No, she was talking about going to visit people at college. She was talking about people who had gone to college that she was going to visit. Oh. So, uh, like, maybe 19 or 20. I missed that. I thought she but, was talking about college, high school. I thought she and her friend were talking about high school. Which also, no. can we talk about how her friend introduced herself to us? Thinking she did, we were and, and with... None of us and none of us introduced anybody. Like, what, what I love is that neither you or I introduced ourselves back, and her friend did not introduce herself either. Yeah, so. I don't like. I felt bad. I was like, maybe I should have introduced myself. I I don't know. But was... we're standing there, and I, you know, make because again, a little bust. I was taking some comment about the fact that I was the only man there, and also the only thirty-year-old in line. Yeah. <laughs> girl turns around and goes i know it's nothing but e-girls up there yep. and the two of us very again no not out loud because we didn't want her to know we were going to ask this question just got looked silent. at each other and our brains both went what the hell does that mean what? exactly and it was like it's that type of silence where like you just you just let it die. You just See, need to let just, the comment die. We just die. both kind of looked in the air, <laughs> cocked our heads to the side a little bit. Yeah. Just let, just let that fade away. How long until we can just start talking about something else? Because yeah. I don't know how to respond or what that is. Yeah, it's just like you give that, you give that awkward laugh, and it's like oh, I don't even know what I'm laughing man. at. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, Great night. Loved it. Loved every second of it. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, it was so good. But it was like, yeah, it just it amps you up. Those kind of concerts amps you up. Like, I went, I saw I saw Bowling for Soup at the same venue. And, like, after that concert, I'm like, man, I want to go see more concerts. Like, this is great. I loved it. Felt great. I was, for Bowling for Soup, Devin and I were right up against the stage, too. And, like, you just get that energy. Because, you know, in smaller venues... Not to say that bands don't always have fun on stage, because I think they do. But, but like but in venues, between, in like, smaller ones, it's like you're there, you're right there with them. Yeah, I mean, how many times did someone like walk up into a crowd to do a like a guitar solo, and everyone just lost their minds? Yeah. Versus like a huge stage where you're all sitting out on like a huge auditorium and you're watching it, and yeah, it's fun, but like you're not. It's not personal. There. It's not. Yeah. It's not intimate or personal. Um, yeah, it was awesome. And like the, the we also shirt... are the only ones. Like we don't know what Greer is, and somehow everyone else did, and everyone Everybody... was in love with these. Everyone was in love with these boys in Greer, and we don't know who they are. No, like, like we. Everybody someone brought every... them a skeleton and asked him to kiss it. Yeah. And I was like, you don't do that unless you have, like, you a deep love of a band. Yeah. And I've never heard the word before outside of the context of Pam Greer is a great actress. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. Like, even e when we bought the tickets, it mentioned these two other bands, you know, these two other groups, Gr Holla and Greer. And then we were like, I don't know. They're going to be open in X. That's fine. Cool. Whatever. But... Like we get there and people have gray shirts. People were all about Hala. Like no knew the songs from Hala, knew the songs from Greer, and you and I are just like literally in the back. Like, what? Where are we? <laughs> Is anybody here <laughs> for the regrets? Miss? Is anybody here for the regrets? Turns out they all were. Turns out they all were. Good. 
But Which, like, can we also talk about like the the like forty yes. to fifty then year olds? The not, then we became not the oldest people in the room, and we got very confused. There were some very clear parents. This was like an very all ages show. Parents. This was an all ages show. Oh, also that girl with the lime green hair in front of us, definitely because we were in Boston. Rolled a blunt in front of us and <laughs> smoked it while we were outside. Yep. Which you didn't realize until like it uh, no, was already was rolled and being I smoked. Else, at something <laughs> else like not great happening off like out in the street. Yeah, it's yeah, so, that, like, that's so. Yeah, but so like I no, so then sh- we're like you were seeing this at the same time, and so like we both were like, hey, are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? What about that? What about this? Like weirdest Abbott and Costello routine ever. There was so <laughs> much going on around us. There was so much going on around us. There was those that family behind us that the parents brought the mints. Did you catch that? Yes, I caught something about mints behind like, us. Like they caught they their parents brought them mints as like treats, and I'm like. That's cool. Where did you get those fucking mints from? Like, that's where I was. And then the girl in front of us, she started rolling. Like, she started rolling right as, like, a little bit after her friend showed up. So it took her. Oh, see, I didn't catch any of that. I eventually caught it when she was, like, crouching down to finally actually roll it up. And so I was like, wait. I was like, when did this, how did this happen? She did that so fast. This is what happened. See, this is the thing. When you're good at it, it and happened... you do it frequently enough, you get good at that. I would have fumbled that shit like crazy. <laughs> it happened. She started. She started um, right when Paradise Boy got there. I think. Oh God! I like right around have we then. Explain that yet? By the way, no. That's literally the opening of our episode, and we did not. We kind of explained it. We're standing it. in line. We're standing in line, and this car pulls up. So, so the whole area you're in. The reason it took us so long to find a place to park is because this whole area is in a very weird space where it's like one of those places where it's the busiest street in the world, and also there's like no parking. People are probably parked there all day. There's parking meters, and we didn't realize on Sunday it was free. So we're like running around trying to find places to park that aren't a meter that's gonna lock us in for two hours. Yep. But we go around this neighborhood in the back and it's all like one and a half lane wide, tiny ass colonial Boston street nightmare to drive (laughs) and everything says permit parking only. And I was like, Oh, this is all like either really expensive, like apartments or like probably owned by one of the colleges or something. Mm -hmm. But like everybody around here has money. Like very clearly, if you have a permit to park in this area, you have got some cash somehow. But we're standing in line, and this car pulls up and pulls right into one of these side spots. These three guys get out. Every single one of them looks like they are dressed for 1993. Every single one of them looks like they are dressed for 1993. Like plaid shirts, jeans, like short sleeve collared shirts. Yep. Rolled all jeans. The, rolled jeans. And the driver gets out and looks at his two friends, spreads his arms wide, and goes, Look at it, boys. This is paradise. <laughs> you can't get, you can't, you can't beat it. Oh yeah, and... I get to live right here. I get to walk right down here and get a drink. Oh, this is such a beautiful area. <laughs> and, and because of how close we were, both Zach and I had to stifle our laughter. We both, yeah, we were both and... like, oh god. Oh, God, we like, had to wait for him to go around the corner before we could start laughing. And the second we do, those two girls start laughing with, with us. us. <laughs> and then we're, and then, and then her, the, the, I don't, I don't know, no one's going to know her. I could say her I name because I know I her name. <laughs> but, like, 
the green haired the green haired girl's friend was like, Oh, did you guys not hear the memo? Like this is paradise. It's not somewhere because we couldn't find parking. <laughs> yeah, like and then so we were all laughing about that. And then again, conversation ended. Like there was a part of me where I was like, So these two girls are like who we're gonna be hanging out with tonight and then nope. <laughs> like, nope. They were cooler than us. We couldn't hang. Um it was just it was so funny. And let me – okay, I'm still very happy that The Regrets sold out because this is – like, I was not sure of their popularity. Like, I didn't – you know, you don't really hear turns – out, Turns out we don't hear about it because their popularity is about half our age. Yeah. So <laughs> Yes, this is true. So I was very happy to see that they sold out. And every time the crowd was like – freaking out and like they i mean i understand that it's a show and all that but like they seemed very genuinely like speechless at moments where like they were trying to talk and couldn't because the they crowd couldn't talk over the crowd because the crowd was going crazy and like and the the lead singer was just like oh oh my god like Thank you. Like, it just was so genuine that, you know, it, it amps you up. It amps yeah. you up. Providence and Boston crowds are very good like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to steal a, C- a story from CJ because I don't have my own. But, oh, my God, that's a new one. Sorry, my phone just started vibrating, and sometimes it says scam likely, which tells me not to pick it up. Mm-hmm. I just got my first ever one that says nuisance likely, and that's fancy. Huh. <laughs> anyway, um, CJ was at a, um, I think it was... A streetlight manifesto show years and years ago when they were still like still coming up as like one of the biggest ska bands yeah manifesto yeah. uh who does our theme song mm-hmm. everybody who i definitely own that song but they definitely don't know they're our theme song anyway <laughs> um they had come to providence for a show and they were doing one of their one of their bigger songs and all of a sudden the crowd started singing along with them to the point where he stopped singing and just let the crowd do it. Yeah. And then at the end of it, he was like, I didn't think anybody knew any of our songs that well. Wow. It's like, well, it's a very close-knit community here. We all listen. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's connected in some way. Like, it, like Streetlight Manifesto is, like, a huge influence on Lemon Lime Tennis Shoes, who became one of the biggest, yeah. like, local ska bands in Providence and stuff like that. So it's like, it, there's there. that's what I love about those places about places that are small venues Mm -hmm. that you can sell out have a have like a a cheesy bar that gives you fireball in a plastic cup yep which is the best oh man $14 a shot of fireball and then some flannel something or other flannel friday i looked it up oh it's so good it's harpoon i didn't know it was harpoon but flannel friday oh great so like i love I love venues like that. The living room was like that. Lupo's was like that. And they're both gone now. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I just, the, like, hold on to those places, people. Those have the best Those have the best moments and the best feeling because you're just, like, squeezed in with a crowd for, like, a band everybody is there to see. Yeah, exactly. So. And everybody's there to have a good time. And just yeah, nothing happened. Life. There's no fights. Yeah. People who got high, because it's Boston and you can kind of smoke i guess you're technically not supposed to smoke on the street lime-haired girl but (laughs) 
But I mean, like, even then, like, I mean, it was an all ages show. Who knows how many people there could actually drink? But like, there was no drunken fights. No. Nobody was getting like nobody was getting high and doing something stupid. Everybody was having a good time. Yeah. That's that's good. It was all social drinking and social, you know, high. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was good. Uh, it's, one of, it's one of those nights where you get totally drunk and high off of life as well. And then go buy Lunchables at Stop and Shop. And then, and then need to go to the bathroom. Hunting for a bathroom in Boston because your bladder decided that when you got to the car is when you needed to go to the bathroom. <laughs> hey, at least it waited. That's true. <laughs> it's, that's true. And then you buy Pringles and Lunchables. And make the stop and shop employee have to come to your lane because you went to self-checkout. Have to come to your lane like five times. I blame the self-checkout thing for that. That I was awful. I felt so bad. I felt so bad. This was, bad. by the way, just in, like when, when you put it all together, this was an episode of the Dale sitcom. Yeah, you were I a guest star. I just happened to be featured this episode. You were a guest <laughs> like, star. We got, we got lost getting there. We got there. <laughs> it was great. And then just like, like during the final credits, it's just a scene of us standing in a self-checkout, <laughs> fucking it up every time. Yep. <laughs> it was like, and I only bought like three, four things. Every single one of those things got confused by the belt. You bought three cylindrical things that kept getting caught in between the two belts and just rolling in one place. Yeah, the only thing so that the belt thought you were stealing shit. The only, <laughs> the only thing that went through steering clear was the the Snickers I bought. That's it. Oh. God. Yeah, so welcome to the Dale sitcom. Zach, I'm glad. I hope you enjoyed your time. I did. Sit, Ubu, sit. Episode over. Uh, <laughs> what? This has been, do you not know Ubu? It's a production company through like the late 90s and early 2000s. I think Daily Show used to be under them. So like at the end of every Daily Show, there'd be a title card with like a picture of a dog. And then they would say, sit, Ubu, sit. Um, there's actually a Family Guy reference to it too. Oh, is it in front of the the TV? I think so. Yes. Oh, yeah. I never yeah, knew. Be like Uber, Uber Productions, and you'd hear like the dog would bark, and then the, you just hear a guy go shit, Uber shit. Oh, I never fun. heard that. No. So, huh. so yeah, that's been our episode <laughs> of, of Say Report Junior, brought to you by Ubu Productions and Zoff Productions. Oh my God. We. <laughs> can't say that i can say it until they stop me I can't. they'll send a letter they'll... you can find us on twitter if you search say report junior that's a report jr and you can find us on youtube at say report junior that's say report jr um you can find us individually that's the word i'm at zerwiski uh and i am at dale's brain and now we should all get ice cream. I was try I had something for the ice cream thing and I can't remember what it is now, so we'll just have to move on. There was a joke in my head and it's gone now. So. Was it Hala Fahala? Take it away, Liz. <laughs> I hope you can hear I hope you can hear the sigh when I <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Say Report with your hosts, Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for The Say Report. 
And you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time. It's your turn. You no, start the episode. You're waiting for me to do something, huh? because no, it didn't. I hit the button and it didn't start. We're stopping and this is going to be the end. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to be. This is going, our, first, our false start is going after the credits. Yep. I got a second confirmation on Wikipedia, so whatever. I'm...